0: Welcome to The Theology of the Buddy, a podcast for Catholics who love the beauty of the Church's sacred tradition. This is episode 89. My name is Brooke, and if you're looking to grow in the faith in new ways, looking to connect with other faithful Catholics who are committed to helping you grow closer to our blessed Lord, or simply looking for other Catholic voices who are willing to speak the truth without compromise, and who like to have fun in the process, you've come to the right place. We're not experts, but we have learned a lot over the 15 plus years we've been friends in the faith. And we want to share that with you. So if you aren't yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to ensure that you get the best Catholic candid conversations delivered to you every week. Don't forget to drop by Theologyofthebuddy.com for all of our show notes and past episodes. While you're at it, don't forget to follow us on social media so you can keep up to date with all of the great content we're sending out. On this episode, Mike, Tim, and I are here to welcome you all to Season 5. We're going to catch up, share some laughs, discuss the Oantiphons, and chat about what is up and coming for the podcast. Guys, it is good to be here tonight.
1: It is good. It feels like it's been forever since we recorded. It's great to see you guys. Mm -hmm. I was actually listening to the last episode that we recorded, which was the party where Aaron and Matt and everybody else showed up. And it like, I only remembered like maybe a third of everything that went on.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was
2: a pretty wild episode.
1: Oh, that was so much fun to record
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: I love those guys
0: Yeah, things are going to look a little bit different this season I think we're going to see a lot more changes and who's going to be able to be here to record just because that's kind of the season of life that we're in like Chris and Mike and myself and Tim and Julie and everybody else but I think we're going to make the most of it and I think I have a really good feeling about this season like I'm energized and I'm excited and
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People have been waiting years and years and years for this season and what we're going to bring
1: specifically.
0: Maybe not years and years, but... I've been getting getting
1: letters from my mother on this one, so yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Well, I'll take that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We left them hanging halfway through the liturgy, and uh, it's
1: been years.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to get back into the liturgical breakdowns. Yeah. Let's
1: see. We got through at the foot of the altar.
0: hmm
2: Yeah.
1: Did we get further than that?
2: Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We even made it through yeah. the epistle and gospel. Gotcha. We, I think we were either creed or, yes, anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't think that we've, we haven't done the creed yet. I would definitely remember that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. But then again, it's been literally years. <laughs> anyway, that was one of my major, uh, things for this season it's like if we're gonna do another season we gotta finish the rest of the liturgical breakdown
0: agreed 100 percent. now I'm, I'm actually super curious if we're gonna have some new listeners on this season so i'm looking at you new listeners this is a little bit of a brief introduction uh to who, who's gonna be in your earbuds right mm-hmm. so I haven't told Mike and Chris and or Tim about what this little icebreaker is going to be. But I had them send me a little paragraph about themselves. And we're doing a little activity called Lost in Translation. So what I've done is I've taken their little paragraph and I've translated it to multiple, through multiple languages and eventually ending up back into English. So without further ado, this is uh, what happened to my biography after it got Lost in Translation. My names are Brooke and Mike, and we have been married for eight years. We have two boys and a new dog. I am an artist who usually works on multiple projects on the go. I like to bake bread and cookies. I like to be creative in everything. I love nothing better than sitting at home in my pajamas, eating comfort food and laughing. (laughs)
2: Legit. Most of that sounds believable, although it's really different from Um, what you actually wrote.
0: Yeah, yeah. We do not so have two boys. So, what was the original? <laughs> uh, that uh, my name is Brooke and Mike and I have been Mike and I have been married for eight years and we have two children, not two boys, and a new puppy. Okay. And that I always have lots of projects on the go. And that I'm passionate about being creative. And that I like to stay home in my pajamas, or I enjoy nothing more than staying home in my pajamas, eating homemade meals, and making people laugh. But the last sentence, just me being at home, eating comfort food and laughing just killed me because I'm like, I would also take that too.
2: (laughs) That does sound pretty good.
0: (laughs) Pretty close to the truth. Um, So this is a little bit about Tim. In Tim's words, I quote, I have been with EMS for over 20 years and have many hobbies, including woodworking, diving, music, stand up and writing. I'm into old movies and radio shows from the early 1950s. I want to get my pilot's license, and I think conspiracy theories are a little silly, even though 9-11 was probably an inside job. So yeah, things, things sound pretty close, right, Tim? You'd say most of that information is accurate? <laughs> a decent,
1: yeah, I would say the pretty large majority of it.
0: Oh, good. Wait but, until you hear no, Mike's.
1: It,
2: Before the 1950s oh, turned into the early 1950s for Tim. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's close. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, he's with EMS instead of being any of this. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway. So here's Mike. All right. In Mike's words, I quote, I am an excited father. I have been a developer for about 12 years, and yes, I am very short-sighted. Why do you ask? I love old-school Dungeons & Dragons, fantasy, sci-fi, and pulp novels, and great strategy board games. I was going to ask, but maybe I read about D&D or Stang. I looked up Stang, and apparently it's a clothing company, but it should say Stang. Stonks, (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> stonks.
2: Stonks. <laughs> stonks. Specifically stonks. Stonks.
0: Yeah. So that about sums up who we are here. We have sure. lots of different interests and mm.
1: yeah. Mike the short-sighted. Yes. yes Mike the short-sighted. short-sighted.
0: <laughs> that killed me. Also, I am an excited father because I was thinking, how did you get excited from phlegmatic? <laughs> that's the opposite of phlegmatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's... guess kind of accurate sometimes i don't know Um, Maybe
2: nerd translated into excited
0: yeah maybe i don't know but there you have it folks that's who we are we're just doing our best trying to be good faithful catholics and being silly along the way i guess
2: accurate no definitely not silly
0: Uh, i don't believe you
1: no no no, 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 none of us none of us are silly there's definitely not three seasons of that
0: (laughs) well what topics are you guys most looking forward to discussing in the Season to come. Because I know I have a few that I'm just, like, pumped to talk about.
2: Well, I was so excited. I already talked about it. Like, jump the gun. But,
0: like... Liturgical breakdowns?
2: Liturgical breakdowns. Yeah. Were my favorite. And
1: Oh, yeah. I was liturgical sad. breakdown has always been, like, a premier part of the uh, theology of the body, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel like the work of this podcast is not concluded until all of those episodes are made. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. It's one of the reasons it would feel weird not doing another season. Mm -hmm. Just kind of leaving it hanging.
0: I don't know if if anything like that is even out there, podcast form. Maybe there are. I don't, I'm not really sure. But where you go piece by piece understanding each part of the mass. Because every time we even think, oh, yeah, there probably won't be that much to say, there is so much. Yeah,
1: there really is.
0: Tim, what are you hoping we talk about? Is it just liturgical breakdown? Okay, pick something that's um, not the liturgical breakdown, because that's
1: pick something that's not the liturgical breakdown. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've got a lot of inside Catholic baseball being played right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, there's always the will he won't he Pope Francis drama going on. So there's always that. We've got the intra-trad wars the quasi-trad wars that are taking place all around us and i honestly i think that it's just ripe for comedy but
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, <laughs> yeah uh, it's just i don't know i mean there's right now like we're at a point where there's just so much to talk about and i think that you know everything from you know just Uh, Brooke and I, you you and I have talked about possibly doing a mental health episode in the future Mm -hmm. Uh, that I think that that would be fantastic. You know, that stuff that we've hinted at in episodes in the past, but I don't think that we've really delved into a lot of the, uh, a lot of the nuance of it um yeah but yeah no i mean i, I really do feel like the liturgical breakdown is the meat mm-hmm. and everything everything else is the fun that we have along the way and you yeah, know i mean liturgical breakdowns is a blast too i mean i feel like every episode is a bunch of us sitting around table eating a piece of pizza you know mm-hmm. but uh which hopefully that comes across with with the listeners as well but uh you know in those situations uh the topics they go heavy they go light mm-hmm. i definitely want to talk about uh Hobby Lobby as the <laughs> Protestant Vatican.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love. I love it's Hobby a, Lobby. And the, uh, I wish I could go. <laughs>
1: I know, but man, I, I'm telling you, it's Hobby Lobby that sets the Protestant liturgical calendar. You know, Christmas. Christmas outside the Catholic Church starts three days before Halloween. Why? Because of Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Although, it didn't they got in trouble a couple of years ago? I think they were doing some. Um, backroom deals with a lot of artifacts that they like legit indiana jones kind of artifacts oh and i saw that yeah no, i know And like you know they were dealing with collect private collectors and museums and this that, and the other i was thinking man i'm shopping the wrong end of hobby lobby
2: <laughs> that's wild yeah is that a thing that they have at hobby lobby
1: well i mean there's not there's not a uh there's not like an ancient ink and art, artifacts section <laughs> you <laughs> I mean, don't go past the Christmas trees and find, you know, the crystal skulls. But yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> could probably find some wooden yeah. skulls. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, plaster of Paris, you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm really looking forward to talking about this new thing that's trending on Reddit and Twitter or whatnot. But the whole hashtag Tradwife and oh, how trad it's ju- that is it's just gone nuts. And as soon as I saw it, I basically like sent the link to Mike from the schoolroom while I was doing homeschool with the kids. Open the door and I'm like, we need to
1: talk about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like, the I Reddit have- Tradwife
0: phenomenon. Oh man, that is I have such s- a dumpster s- fire i have so much to say because like (laughs) oh well i mean it's like like we call ourselves trads right but for completely different reasons than they call themselves trads
2: at least some of the people at least some of them yeah (laughs) yeah
0: so anyway
2: i've there was a lady in the who's a big like trad wife commentator on Mm -hmm. twitter or not even like a trad wife but like traditional femininity type of commentator because i'm pretty sure she's a single lady but she was saying how like dads talking about their kids or like Mm -hmm. expressing their affection for their kids on twitter is definitely gay and what uh, you should like men should never do that and something about how like eastern men would never do that because they're too manly oh it was great
0: I have so there's much great, more to say now. It was a great <laughs> comment thread.
2: My favorite yeah. one was the Greek guy who's just like, I disregard your opinion because you're a woman. See how Eastern I am. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, boy. But,
1: yeah, yeah, it's the, just shift, like, the shifting stance of Twitter <laughs> telling me that I'm gay in so many different ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, that's like... You know, I, I, I said that as I came into Mike's office wearing like my track pants and one of his shirts, because I didn't feel like grabbing one of my own. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. So much of this is just wrong. Just wrong. And you know what? It's, it's just they're missing the mark. They're missing the point. And that's, that's the big thing. A lot mm-hmm. of points, actually. But anyway. Look forward to that in a future episode because hot dang, I got some things to say.
2: (laughs) Holy moly. The difference between real trad wives and Instagram model trad wives.
0: I'm full. I'm all for you wearing your dresses and making bread and stuff like that and calling yourself traditional, I guess. Or maybe you just dress nice and make make bread. I don't know. Um, I can only do one or the other on any given day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) At least only one at a time.
1: Yeah, one at a
0: time. (laughs) But uh, we dress nice
1: after the break. Separating the aesthetic from the reality.
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're still listening we'd love to hear what you would like to hear from us or to comment on in future episodes we love nothing more than to interact with you guys you know don't forget to follow us on the social media platforms you'll see chris and i are on instagram and i believe mike and tim are the ones that are usually doing the uh twitter stuff
2: it's all tim now
0: oh it's all tim oh definitely me. Yep. definitely follow that because yeah.
1: uh he just, yeah, ripped, you're, the, you're he just ripped the mask off the batman <laughs> <laughs> and Chris and I are always going like, back up and to, forth. Up, up to this point, up to this point, my uh my persona on Twitter has essentially been slagging on myself.
2: <laughs>
1: like, yes, yeah, so those are yeah. my favorite ones oh.
2: where Tim comments on his own things as himself and then <laughs> makes fun of himself. <laughs> it's just amazing.
0: We're very serious Only here,
2: Tim. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Maybe there was there was, the that, there was the time that there was the time that I had the account that I created, the God of Surprises. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had I had my personal account, I had the theology of the buddy account, I had the um, Catholic tech support account, and God of Surprises all arguing with each other, all <laughs> 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 nice.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> you're the reason. Uh, and, Elon Musk thinks there's nothing but bots
1: oh, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it turns up it's just washed up old Catholics. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh boy. I I cannot wait for this year.
2: <laughs> okay, one more thing for topics that I'm excited about. Okay. My other favorite thing was always Sons of Thunder Reacts. Yes. Where Chris and I would just take on a topic. Where Chris and I would just take on a topic. Mm-hmm. But um Well, if Chris uh, is up for taking on a topic with me, I would love to do that this season. But even like taking on the Tradwives with you is like kind of a similar Mm -hmm. format where we just got to, we can attack a certain topic and just kind of dive into it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Sons of Thunder. Make sure, make sure you guys tag Chris and Mike. Bring back Sons of Thunder. Yes. Hashtag Sons of Thunder 2023. Make it happen. Let's go.
2: He won't be able to resist if people use a hashtag. Yeah. Uh,
1: sounds of Thunder 2023 sounds like an epic rock show. Yeah. Face <laughs> 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 melting metal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: You can't see right now, but we're all recording with our, like, magic orbs in our hands. <laughs> like... Doing the pose of heavy metal singers,
1: very Jack Black, you know. Yes, (laughs) just School of Rock. Yeah, even without Chris, we
2: know how to look like Jack Black.
0: Speaking of uh, of music, rock and metal, we did a brief um, segment on one of our earlier shows of what we've what we were listening to and like what our albums of the year yeah. were. Um, but I think that's going to be a little bit different this episode. And Tim said what he's been listening to has been drastically different than what he was listening oh. to last year. If I'm not oh, mistaken, oh man, it's
1: changed. It's <laughs> changed so much. I mean, I'm still I'm still listening to a lot of the uh, the classical and. All that other stuff uh, like last year i had some byzantine chant that was uh, recorded in the Hagia sophia and mm-hmm. i had an album that was it was a poem from uh from uh gosh who was that that's my it's my violin crush i can't believe i'm blanking on her name right now anyhow it doesn't matter i don't have a shot mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> her and Nora jones there's no shot there i'm just giving mm-hmm. up on it but yeah, this this last year with the absolute grind that my year has been, I my music got a lot more loud and motivating. Um, I mean, I was listening to everything, No Effects, Pennywise. I mean, just, uh, but I really settled into a group with a couple of bands, and one of them is kind of like an old school throwback to the tune to. to- Two-tone punk. Uh, it's a band called The Interrupters, and they've actually got a lot of connections to Tim Armstrong and Rancid from back in the day. So you can you can hear it musically. So I've been I've been listening to a lot of that. They've got a song called "She's Kerosene," and that was like one of the top three songs I listened to all year long. Uh, the other one was this band called Hosier, which came into popularity for a song called "Take Me to Church," which is very very suggestive but the rest of the album is fantastic and if you were to take tim burton's nightmare before christmas and throw a rhythm blues bar into the middle of halloween town it would be named mc ribs and hosier would be the band that is playing every single night it just it sounds (laughs) i know it, it sounds like Creepy rhythm and blues, and it just especially for the fall around Halloween, it just fit. It was perfect. And I binged on it so hard while I was studying for the finals for my class that uh, YouTube Music let me know that I was in the top 0.1% of hosier listeners worldwide. I was like, okay, maybe I'm, I'm doing a little... this a bit too much. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, there's they're like one of their songs, this Lullaby, it was just almost an anthem for me at that point because i was just so focused on getting through this class and you know one of the lines is uh, when all you have is your fire and the places you need to reach never tame your demons but keep them on a leash but fantastic music sounds great there's really not much out there like it but uh, definitely worth listening to you know, like most bands these days or politics is absolute garbage, but there are it's a bunch of Irish Quakers, you know, I don't care to <laughs> Protestants for, you know, good theology. So, mm,
2: that's interesting. I uh, I mean, my music I don't think has changed that much and it's always do- dominated by background music for coding because I'm always listening to music at work and it's usually instrumental metal or just like kind of music that gets me pumped up to write some code like this year i listened to a lot of the new sabaton album (laughs) the the, uh, the great war i listened to that so much um and for instrumental um the new animals as leaders it's just crazy
0: when I was be teaching the kids over in the room right beside the office, you could just hear the <laughs> yeah,
2: just the bass comes through the wall. Yeah, I'm
0: like, ah, oh, yes, he's listening to Animals as Leaders this morning. This <laughs> morning,
2: yeah. <laughs> the kids are gonna have such good sense of rhythm. Oh yeah, that. yeah.
0: Well, I credit Vincent, our four-year-old, for me being in the top 1% of Glory Hammer listeners this year. Um, <laughs> when I went to listen to my Spotify Wrapped, I was like, how is it I have so much Glory Hammer? Yeah, it's Vincent. <laughs> if I had to pick an album that I listened to the most this year, we watched this film that was absolutely beautiful called Bell. And uh, it's an animated movie. It's kind of a loosely based off of beauty and the beast but i would argue that it's not not too closely definitely not
2: very like it's got a lot of unique elements Yeah, yeah
0: yeah and i just listened to this album just constantly the instrumentals and the 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 actual sung songs were just they just hit me in an amazing way and uh i thought they were really powerful so i listened to a lot of that and uh a lot of drum and bass because I like to run and lift things. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you, you need to music, but...
2: <laughs> ask Brooke, she has some, some real, uh, Banging playlists yeah. for working out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was uh, oh. I was doing a workout session with with you the other day mm. and kicking your butt basically, mm-hmm. and uh, I turned on my music. He's like, "Okay, this music is pretty dope," and I'm just like, "Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, it was great." Hey, you know what music is also really good? What's that? The O Antiphons during Advent. Oh,
2: I love
1: the O Antiphons.
0: What'd you think of that little segue? Amazing transition.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Thank you. Um, Yeah, so this is the first year that we've been reading the O Antiphons as a family. Um, Not chanting them because this is the first year that we're doing it as a family. You listeners will be listening in the new year, which is, you know, this is your heads up. Do the O Antiphons. It's great. It's easy. And, you know, they're just lovely and wonderful. And you can... If you are one of those people that can chant, then you can chant them.
2: Yeah. It's kind of a nice thing you can add to your family prayer time, mm-hmm. your morning prayer, even if you're not doing the uh, doing it in the context of the divine office, mm-hmm. which would be even better.
0: Yeah. Normally they are said during Vespers preceding the Magnificat. They're just lovely.
2: Right before this episode, I learned about the whole thing where like the first letters mean something.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you read about that, yes, yes. And if you look at them in reverse, it says Eros cross, arrow cross, yeah, not yes. Eros, yeah, arrow, arrow <laughs> cross, which means no. <laughs> sorry, arrow cross, which means I will be there in the mo- tomorrow or I'm yeah, coming tomorrow,
2: okay, like I'm coming tomorrow,
0: yeah. And that was a kind of a little thing, um, that the monks. I guess intentionally done was setting up this little is it was is it an anagram is that what it is
2: acrostic yeah is an acrostic
0: called? yeah <laughs> but yeah each of these uh antiphons we call them o antiphons because they begin with an o and um they consist of the different titles of our of our lord as prophesied by Isaiah, is Isaiah? yes and um We can date them back for sure as far back as being used as the 8th century, but they may have been used earlier than that. Definitely 8th century at the very latest they started being used.
2: A lot of things are at least 8th century because that's about how old the oldest missiles we have are, Mm Mm-hmm. like complete ones. Mm
0: -hmm. Right, right, right.
2: Yeah, I forget the names of them. They have a bunch of pictures in that, uh, the, um... Edmund Campion that I, that I look at. So if stuff goes back that far, then, uh, yeah, there's a good chance it goes back
1: further.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, we don't have all of this stuff coming whole cloth all at once. This is definitely something that developed probably over the course of centuries. So mm-hmm. chances are, I mean, especially if you're looking at some of the language that's used, a lot of it is very Jewish. Mm-hmm. Oh, Adonai. Yeah, you know, come, O Lord. You know, the, uh, yeah, that right there, uh, root of Jesse. Uh, so these, uh, key of know, David, see, key a, of David. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, these, uh, yeah, these are definitely very deeply rooted in at the very least the Jewish, the uh, the Hebrew language, if not in Judaism itself. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Let's see What's here, arrows cross. Ger-J? I just found it. That, oh, I was just looking on Marian's work. Um, which is marian.org which is you know a good site i don't really know too much about the leanings but as far as like finding factual stuff talks about how benedict how benedictine monks mike <coughs> uh, arrange the antiphons with definite purpose starting mm-hmm. with the last titles and takes the first letter of each one emmanuel rex Oriens, clavis Redix, adenai sepentia the latin words arrow cross are formed meaning tomorrow i will come so mm-hmm, yeah
0: mm-hmm. I'm going to include some of these uh, sources that we had in our show notes, by the way. But one of the most interesting things that I was thinking about while we were preparing for this was um, how there's like a lead up of titles and titleship. Mm -hmm. And then when you looked at that acrostic as tomorrow I will come, there was kind of this like circular um, or infinite idea of there of like this lead up with the holy names of of our lord and then tomorrow i will come. So not only the advent of leading up to his birth but also leading up to mm-hmm. the second coming. So if you look if you read yeah. through, it's maybe i'm wording it wrong
1: but it's it, it's almost it almost feels like medieval heraldry where mm-hmm. or not heraldry but like where they're announcing the king and they're giving each and every one of his titles and yeah, oh, then, yeah. and yeah. then and then the king enters. Yeah,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I figured out how to word it better so that acrostic that um, arrow cross mm-hmm. you start from mm-hmm. the bottom and then it and it's spelled upwards that way, mm-hmm. so you're leading it you're going through it from top to bottom as you're preparing and then you look at that acrostic going backwards and it's tomorrow I will come, so it's visually like infinite, thinking of the title lead up i don't know maybe maybe that's too artsy fartsy but that's just what i was thinking i was like yes these the infinite word the infinite names right mm. um the infinite titles of our lord and yeah you
2: know this is cool it kind of goes over my head cuz i'm like this doesn't logically compute but this is why engineers are <laughs> not the best people for everything <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's so Sometimes cool! You like,
2: need someone to think
0: creatively. Yeah, it's like yeah. reading through it, going all the way down, down through the antiphons, and then seeing tomorrow it will come, and it starts again. Just this, mm. et- this eternal loop of the existence of our, of of God, right? Yeah. yeah again, maybe that I think is. We can too- say
1: that monks. <laughs> I think we can say that monks make much better poets than they do engineers. <laughs>
0: <So>. mm. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed reading through the antiphons as a family and, you know, trying to incorporate some little things that don't in- don't really involve a lot of prep. I'm looking at all of the parents out there, like if you're doing your morning prayers with your kids or even just prayers at bedtime, you can throw in the antiphons and maybe talk about it. Yeah, it's just been it's just been really nice, and I think it's definitely a tradition I want to keep doing.
1: Yeah, even if you're not musically inclined, there is such a gimme on the 23rd with O Emmanuel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, the the music is already there. Everybody knows, O come, O come, Emmanuel.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's where so. that's that's where we get O Veni, Veni Emmanuel mm-hmm. is uh, is from um, these antiphons, and apparently there were more at one point in time.
1: Yes, too. Well, I blame Hagen and Haas
2: people might not know but the verses to Come O Come Emmanuel are all paraphrases of these mm-hmm. antiphons. Mm-hmm. So there's a verse for key of Jesse, there's a verse for, for key of David, there's a verse for root of Jesse, there's a root a verse for O Adonai.
0: And that uh, is probably one of my favorite Advent hymns of all time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Won't lie, Enya's version just goosebumps. Every time.
2: <laughs> what about the Skola <laughs> of Holy Angels version? Hello.
0: We Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, for the Rorate Celi Mass, correct? Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, this has been great, and uh, yeah, I've, it is. I've been so looking forward to us recording again.
1: Absolutely, yeah. it has been far too long. Great to see you guys. I'm really looking forward to this season. We're gonna have a whole lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, you listeners, make sure that you are subscribed. We cannot wait to carry on through this season with you guys. Invite your friends, invite your fr- invite your family, um, your
1: frenemies,
0: <laughs> yeah, your frenemies too. Um, we gotta love them, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to hearing from you guys in the comment section. Make sure you share, give us a like, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, and Twitter. And uh, until next time, stay Stay (laughs) trotty.
1: That's good. That's good. I am so bad at this. I am so bad at this. (laughs) That's That's what makes it so good, too. Yeah.